Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by our Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites and our mate at supercoachchampion.com.au. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey. The Bombs Express is back in three nights, three sleeps. I think that's what we use Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, three sleeps. Thursday comes around, and then we've got the Pies in Richmond. But, Corey, before we have a little chat about what, what the hell we are going to do come round one, um, where can listeners see this up on social media, mate? Uh, find us on Twitter and Patreon at uh, forward slash SC Elites. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Facebook at Supercoach Elites. Um, you know what's funny, Bronx? You know, normally there's a, a bit of a whack at bread off the top of the show. Uh, it wasn't until we literally just hit the record button that I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even send bread a text again tonight. So. <laughs> So you can't be blamed again. That's yeah. unlucky. But uh, oh, to be honest, we could uh, well we could have just picked from any one of his usual hundred excuses anyway, Corey, because I'm sure that's the response we would have got. Yeah, no, you're not too wrong there, mate. Um, excited? You know, this is bizarre. Um, I I am like I'm looking forward to it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know about you, but I feel like the energy zapped. Um, I felt last week coming into this week there'd be you know I just thought I'd be buzzing a bit more Corey I, I don't know if it's the whole isolation thing um it's just tempered my moods and expectations and all the rest of it because I felt like we've been through this felt like we got so excited for round one we've been there we've done that and I don't feel like I can I can get up and, and do it again it's it's weird I'm super G'd up for footy. I don't know if that changes anything. I cannot wait to have football back on the TV. I'll tell you what, I've, I've been a big fan. of been watching a lot of the NRL. I'm a big fan of the new rules in there, uh, the set restart. Big fan of that. Um, but it's going to be very, very good to have AFL back. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to having AFL back. But uh, I think from a Supercoach perspective, and, and maybe this is just uh, maybe this is just me, and maybe because, you know, I uh, I, don't, I don't know what it is, Corey, but I've got a feeling that come the end of the, the weekend when, you know, results are posted and uh, have a look and to see, you know, how I've gone for the week, that the juices then might just start flowing. I was going to say, do you think normality is restored, especially at the end of the round, after we're pissed off with what we scored? We're angry at ourselves. Yeah. Um, and then we get back into a two-trade week next week. We're looking at break-evens. We're looking at price rises. We're looking at everything changing. You think then, you know, the you know baby Bonford down below might start to get a little bit hard? I, I, well, I think, Corey, I've been having a lot of pomegranates recently, and you, think, and you might be thinking, well, what do pomegranates have to do with it? But, Corey, apparently there are stimuli for this sort of action. So maybe Baby Bonfay might just start booming. Who knows, Corey? But, uh, look, we'll, we'll see how we go, mate. But, um, I mean, the rounds here, I mean, it's three days away, and I, I just, man, I'm, I just feel flat with my, like, over my Supercoach team, I'm just like, I don't know about you, but I'm going through some of these trades, you know, some of the combos you can do, one, two, three, four, five trades, whatever it is, and I'm just thinking, really, who gives a flying fuck? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just, like, yeah, sure, like, I've got an opinion, sure, I want to get me team better and all the rest of it, but I'm just thinking, I don't care. <laughs> it, is it bizarre? It'll help come Thursday night. Oh, I think I think that's what I need. I think I need to be able to sit down and watch. Because don't forget, you know, when the preseason was around, we'd have articles left, right, and center. We've had, you know, we would have had the lead up, uh, you know, TV programs. A lot of those are being cut, uh, you know, due to you know probably financial reasons um, by some of the networks as well. We've had pracky games to dig into. We've just had none of that. 
and and I think that's what's uh, attributed to the to the lead up here, um, and the fact that you know we went through this a, a couple months ago, I guess, and uh, it all sort of amounted to nothing. Yeah, I think we're getting too sucked into five trades as well. I said it last week, and I, and I think it again. I I tell you yeah. what, I I literally I've undone. Redone, done it a couple of times, and and right now I done two. I just done two the other night, and I said to myself, let's just sit with just the two for for a couple of days and see how it works. And so far, every time that I've only made the two trades, I've kind of liked it. Not too much has changed. I'm not getting too greedy. And, you know, mind you, we've played with some fucking some funky names out there. Um, yeah. I was talking to you before we went up, mate. Jai Simkin was one that I brought him up last week as well. <laughs> There's been some very, very funky names floating through this team. I thought he was funky. I just I just mentioned to you that I, I might be looking at Jacob Townsend, Corey. <laughs> and, and this is what I'm talking about. Because fair dinkum, if, you know, if I'd wrote in to the elites and said, hey, elites, bombs, uh, what do you reckon of Jacob Townsend pre-round one? I, I would have told myself to get fucked. in, a, in and, and that would have been a politically probably appropriate way for me to tell myself that as well, I'd imagine, Corey. Because usually I just would have gone off my rocket. But here I am looking at stupid shit like this. Yeah, and it's look, it's, like we said, it's an abnormal year and, and maybe just going back to a little bit of normality might work. Um I think it look. I think it's going to be handy, and uh, look, we'll, we'll kind of just see what happens. But I was saying to you, you know, having a look at my trades uh, prior to coming on air here, mate. Um, you know what? If Darcy Ford's not named, or if he's not uh, named as a ruck solo, then I'm probably only making the one trade to my team. But I am manoeuvring. It seems heaven and earth to get this guy in, and, and I've probably just got to sit down with myself and ask myself, yeah, is, is it worth you know burning through four trades just to get this guy called Darcy Ford in? Because I'm yeah. looking at all sorts of shit. I'm I'm trading out Lockie Whitfield. I'm trading out Jackson McRae. I'm I'm fucking doing all sorts here, Corey. For a bloke that could be dropped the week after. That's right. Yeah. Tay what? Pencil and Segler. For those who don't have him. You want a one week, one day, you're trying to win the 100k. No, what is it? 100k? It's a grand, yeah. Jesus, $1,000, yeah. Yeah. You've been punting too much, mate. You know, used to winning that kind of money, so. Um. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a gamble responsible. Yeah. Um, But. No, it's um, it's funny. How's that news kind of off the top of the night? Georgiades could be in doubt for anyone who started him or looking at trading him. Um, I think it was a calf or something. You know, what we're yeah, look, that'd, that'd be right for me, but it just poses a, a bit of a Bedford question now because I don't think he's getting named. So one of the uh, easiest trades that I would have made would have been Bedford to Georgiades, but that's just been put on ice could at the be moment. looking at plugging plug something weird. Um, we already know Sturt not playing round two. Um Old mate Jack Stevens set to debut for the. Is Cubs. he really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, ready to go. Surprised he's going to get a, up. There was a tweet yesterday. I think it was. Um, oh, I can't remember. It went around. One of the pages tweeted Jack Stevens unlikely for round two. Oh, will not play round two or something. Deleted the tweet six minutes later. Posted Jack Stevens ready to go for round two to set to oh, debut. It was, it was a bloody pisser, you know. You, they. Trust the Twitter some, community pull it up too because it was bloody everywhere. Um, they had some nuffy stuff going on behind there. I'll tell you now, I'd be interested when uh, when Jack Stephen does run out, Corey, because I, I have heard he's actually been working on his kicking technique through the um, through the past few weeks. He's actually been trying to uh, pass a few more stab passes, Corey. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly where that was going as well. <laughs> hey, um, and for those that picked uh, Big Darcy Cameron, Coxie's going to play in the Praggy match, so you'll get a chance to have a look at him. If you don't have him, don't bring him in. Yes, don't bring I him totally in agree. Next week. You know, yeah. you get the free look at him. It could just be a one-week wonder. Um, 
It's not even going to be a one-week wonder, Corey. I mean, uh, unless what you mean by one-week wonder is he's in one week and he's out the next, because I'd imagine if uh, Cox is right to go the week after, then uh, then he'd be quickly out. And and for why why Collingwood do that? I'm not too sure because I'm not a big fan of Mason Cox. You may have a different opinion, but um, yeah, that certainly seems to be an Mason interesting. Uh, speaks volume if he kicks seven against the Tigers. Then, uh... Well, Corey, I mean, if he kicks seven for the Tigers, then by all means, uh, playing for the entire year that that would not bother me. But you know, the, the odds of that happening, I would suggest, would not be in uh, his favour. Yeah, uh, we've had a bit of a play. Is there anything? Um, unusual you're looking at tactic-wise leading up to the week. You know, we're, we're sitting up Monday now. What's kind of your your plan? What's what's the next step for, for Bomfer's real super coach play? Is it, are we waiting for Wednesday? Do we have to see teams? Are you going to have a play around in the next couple of days? Um, is it if a rookie's out, that's it, see you later, I need to get a fresh body? What's going through your mind early <coughs> yeah. for Wednesday? It'll be a lot of late moves, mate. Because, uh, look, I think we've anticipated that the Richmond Collin will kick off on the Thursday. We're not going to get a great deal happening there in terms of, uh, you know, team news and all the rest of it. The unfortunate thing is someone like Jeremy Howe, who might be on a few people's radars now, um, and I would caution people if he is uh, high up on those radars, Maybe don't necessarily have him as high or must trade in for this week because, you know, players can score 150 on any given week, right? But, you know, people might be contemplating something like a Dan Houston down to a Jeremy Howe or something like that to make an extra 50, 60K um, to kind of get the job done. But, um, yeah, that that's probably the only thing I'd imagine would be uh, pretty stressful on the Thursday night. The reason I'm saying this about Jeremy Howe as well is that you look at his year last year, and, yes, he's had multiple games and um, where he's had you know a lot of touches, a lot of marks and all that sort of crap. But he did have three games last year, Corey, where he would, didn't even manage to get double-figure possessions. He had a, a game of nine touches, a game of eight, and a game of four touches throughout the year. And you know what? If you're going to bring this guy in, I mean, go for it. But uh, please, when he doesn't hit double-digit touches in a game, his scores have been 33, 36, and uh, 19. Super coach points on those those days, so don't don't move heaven and earth to get someone like Jeremy Howie. And I think that's my take home message from today. Yeah, and I'm off the likes of Jack Viney and stuff as well. You know those players that I was looking at for quick cash grabs of kind of you know just thinking that I'm going to stick away and I'm going to try and go off the point system at the moment. Um, you know, I yeah. think we've got we've got some cheaper players at some great value option. You mentioned one before. You're looking at Townsend. Um, I don't completely agree on it, but um, you know, there's uh, just a, I think just a better avenue for those cheaper players, and you picked your primos for a reason. Um, you know, you got the trades there. I don't mind if you need a correctional here or there, or think you're missing someone. I know you're really big on Lockie Neal. Yeah, yeah, and and look, we went through this, uh, you know, pre on where, but we'll we'll let you know what we discovered. And you know, I was big on Neil because Neil uh, will start the year five games. He's got the next five games at the Gabba, whatever it is. Or the next four games at the Gabba, whatever it is. They're in the hub. They got four in a row at home at the Gabba, right? And I was thinking, Lockie Neal at the Gabba off the back of a one fifty seven. Um, that was in the shortened quarters, so you know maybe he could be something good here. And uh, having a deeper look at what he produced last year, he was able to produce eight out of 11 of his tons at the Gabba and four of them were 127 plus. So you know, it wasn't too bad, but it also probably wasn't as uh, big as I was expecting. But I still think Lockie Neal, someone who can amass the ball, even in, you know, short and quarters and all the rest of it, if you can amass the ball and get on the scoreboard, I think you're going to be scoring points. That's why I like these high half forwards this year, Corey. But uh, Lockie Neal for me, 
I will start the year, or well, I'll start round two with him. It's a matter of who am I going to trade out for him. And, uh, you know, if I'm, I'm hopefully, you know, trading the Bont. Uh, people may know my love-hate relationship. Well, not really love, just a hate relationship with the Bont. Um, but if finances uh, don't allow that, then I'm actually looking at even switching Jack McRae with um, with Lockie Neal, uh, just making sure I have Lockie Neal for the early part of the year. But that's probably my only sideways move that I'm looking at. Um, and the other trades will be more generated towards, um, you know, playing players and, you know, break-evens and all you know, that sort of shit. And I would I would probably say, and, and look, I don't know if you agree, I don't know if everyone else is going to agree with me, um, take it as you will. But there's a lot of people that were talking about trading in Patrick Dangerfield. Um, he had the 83 in round one, you know, it was he didn't play a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. Um but I would just say, like, what's... There's no rush, and I know it's the fact that he's got a whole bunch of GM, games at GMHB, and he plays really well, and he normally plays very, very good against Hawthorne, but he's got a break-even at 155. So there's probably no harm at even letting this week pass on a player like Dangerfield. Um, you know, Fife, Cali, Cripps, anyone who's got a high break-even, McRae, you mentioned him before, Bonson and Pally, if you don't have those players, don't feel the need to use a trade early on them. Play this smart. You know, let it go for a keeper. Dangerfield, one out next week, drops another 90, 95, even 100. That break-even, he comes down in price, the break-even sits there. A player that you're looking at, Bonds, like Lockie Neal, who come out and put a 156, if that's a player that you think, all right, we have to have going forward, well, you, you know... It's a little bit of the opposite because exactly. he's going to start with a low break even, I get you. But I will caution you the, on, on this, Corey. So we've played one week already, right? So we've got 17 games. We've played one week and we've got four weeks of finals, yeah? So we've got 12 league games remaining. To make your finals, you may have to have, you know, seven wins on the board, right? If you've already lost... Uh, you know, your first uh, week going into the year, you're going to need seven out of the next 12 wins. And if you don't have Dangerfield, bringing in someone like Dangerfield, I actually don't mind it because that could be something that actually chalks you up for the next month, another three losses by not owning him or something like that. And that could absolutely kill you. You could not make finals and all the rest of it. So I don't actually mind jumping on something like that. Look at the trades, Corey. We've got 30 trades, yeah? We've got 12 league games to go. If we used two trades every single week in the 12 weeks leading up to finals, we would have used 24. And even if we use five this week, we would have used 29 with one left to fight, with one left to go in finals. Get into finals needs to be the objective. That's so funny. I have no, I actually have no issue with people burning through trades at the moment. But if you can only use three or four, then you're just going to leave yourself with two or three trades instead of one in finals, which could be the difference between winning or losing a final. Because my question went the right, right for that. The point you bring up, where are you? So a lot of people are sideways into Dangerfield. So let's. Let's go. Well, fair income. I mean, why didn't they start him? Well, obviously, you know, they didn't. They had their reasons. and um, I'd love to know who they started over him. Uh, so, traded out for... Oh, fuck. This is, this is actually... I mean, I can understand this, if this you pick... a terrible graph to see. All right. This is a lot of numbskullery. Uh, Jack Viney, Jeremy Howe, Isaac Heaney, Ben Cunnington, John Noble, Chad Wingard. Like, they're the most common trade-outs for Dangerfield. Now, I don't really like any of them. You know, and traded in for... Sorry, I need traded in for, don't I? Uh, traded in for Del Robin and Zerk Thatcher. Oh, I kind of see that's probably one going down. Bonson and Pally, are you, are you really happy going Bonson and Pally to Dangerfield? Do you think that's a big step up? I think it could be. You look, like, and, and I, I mean... I, I could argue that it couldn't be. 
Yeah, you could argue, well, and you know what, you might be right. But uh, you know what, if we had the actual conclusive answer, then we'd all be making the right move, wouldn't yeah, we? But if I had to start one at the start of the season, uh, Dangerfield or Bonsampelli, I'd say Dangerfield. And if of I had course, to start it's, it's one... So annoying, that's why I done if, it. Like, for those who didn't, like, why now? Why all of a sudden now? Because GMHBA. Well, yeah. Is he not good down there? Ah, fucking off. It's a grant. doesn't make a difference. <laughs> it's, it's grass with sticks. Who used to say that? Ross Lyon, was it? Yeah. Is a yeah, is grass with sticks. But look, um, I don't have his GMHBA kind of stats in front of me, but I'd imagine that they would be pretty handy down oh, there. But great I mean, fixture, great fixture too. I'm just yeah. like, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate. Advocate, obviously, you know, I've got Dangerfield and keep Dangerfield moving forward. Yeah, you know, Hawthorne, Carlton, Melbourne, Gold Coast. I reckon that would probably speak more value look, than GMHBA. If you're asking me, would I rather one extra trade in finals or burn one now to do that sideways? Um, I'm happy to do the sideways because at a minimum, I'm cancelling out danger. And, or if I was going into my matchup every week, I would not want to see my opponent having danger and me having Bons and Pally. Yeah. I'd chalk that down for a loss every the week. Funny, and funny thing is, though, if Dangerfield comes out and goes sub-100 again, you're picking up Dangerfield for 100k cheaper. Yeah, but you, you also the thing is, you know what, if he comes out and goes sub-100 again, well, you know what, he's kind of actually entering that age bracket now where players actually start to decline. So he's not going to be 120 this year. But how year, pissed off are you if you're trading, fuck, he's always trading for Dangerfield and then he's out next week? Oh, not out, but he's always trying for Dangerfield and he drops another 80. Yeah, of course you're going to be pissed off. That's a risk you take in the game. But that's what I mean. Is it is it a risk that's actually that you have to do now? Do you have to do it? No. Would I do it? Yeah. I, I would, Corey. You've got 12 games to All qualify right. for okay. finals. So... Okay. And if in my head-to-head game I can cancel out Dangerfield and not see Dangerfield as a unique player for the opposition, then I'm going to use a trade to do that. Because it's just going to make me feel more secure. Whether it works or not, who knows? We'll, we'll only know that in five weeks. All with, right, so, uh, Tom Mitchell, so if you've got Tom Mitchell, you tell me you'd, you'd consider trading for Dangerfield. Tom Mitchell, for me, is a little different because so he, no, he will accumulate. This is accumulate. my question because the way that the people are trading for Dangerfield is obviously another primo. Yeah. So, McRae or Dangerfield? Um, danger. Bont or Dangerfield? Obviously, Danger. Danger. Um, who else would have people started with? Cripper or Dangerfield? Crips. Yeah. Cali or Dangerfield? Cali. Uh, who else is there? Neil. I'd take Neil. Yeah, Neil or Dangerfield. Um, I'd take uh, Danger over Dunkley. Um, I'd take that. So basically, it's Dangerfield out of the Western Bulldogs boys is about it. Pretty much, but I'd have him very close with Tom Mitchell though. Yeah. Because right yeah. now, Lockie Neil. So yeah, I think Lockie Neil... McRae, Titch, oh, maybe not Titch, but like again, pretty close. I'd have Kelly. Yeah, I get it, but you know what I'm saying? You know, like- Yeah, look, I get, I get what you're saying, um, but it, look, at the end of the day, I mean, I know I've said it a few times now, but look, 12 trades, you've yeah. got to make finals, you've got to make it now. So these teams that might be bringing in your Townsends, your Forts, your Howes, and all that kind of stuff, they might be a bit more mid-prices. Generally, what you'll find is, though, over the first month of a year, those mid-price teams will generally beat you in a head-to-head kind of setup. So those teams may be able to get an advantage by getting, you know, four or five uh, league wins on the board early, trying to make themselves kind of qualify for finals, but then they'll be using two trades every week to patch everything like that up while everyone else is kind of just doing some significant upgrades. So, you know, do you play the long game or do you bank wins early? I mean, I'd prefer to have wins early, but 
ideally, you know, in a situation where, you know, I haven't had to have a full mid-price team. But that's, that's the reason why I'm looking to bring in, you know, players like, um, you know, Darcy Ford or I had a little look at Townsend before because I just feel like, you know, with one, maybe two at an absolute tops extra, I'm going to get those early season wins. Because I'll, and, and look, in our main league, I lost the first week as well, Corey. So I'm zero and one. And, you know, 13-game season to make finals, you're going to need at least seven wins. So I've got to go seven from twelve here, probably even eight from twelve. I think to, the solo to get into the eight. is something that if we get four, you just can't ignore. And, and you it know could, what? And the funny thing is, is it could it could be one week, and that's what everyone's aiming. You know, you look at Twitter. You know, they they fuck Chris Scott. He could he could drop in next week. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but we've got we've got more trades now. So if you get it wrong, fuck it. But you've got two every week. Exactly. And you know what? You may move forward and you get the price rise out of it this week. So maybe he goes, you know, 180 or something like that, right? And bang, he jumps up, I don't know, 60 grand. And then all of a sudden, you've got a player worth 320K. You've got two trades next week. You can do a Joy lot Simkin. more with that. Yeah, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, but, but you can do a lot more with that. And so, you know, you don't have to necessarily worry a hell of a lot about conserving all of your trades because if you used every trade that was available to you up until the end of the regulation fixture you'd still have one trade in the first week of finals so you're not running out of trades even if you've made finals you might run it out in week two but you know you kind of have to get to finals to give yourself a chance to win it don't you of course we say that yeah. all the time yeah um now the other one this is look i don't think we've kind of disagreed too much so far moving into this round two, but we're still on polar opposite ends of the scale when it comes to Max Gorn too, aren't we? You're adamant that you'd be moving Max Gorn for Naismith. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, see, I just reckon the points are too valuable. I think that a combination of the following would be better. So, I mean, I don't know who who might not people have, um, uh, you know, Naismith plus premium uh, versus, you know, Max Gorn and bottomed out rookie. Yeah. Uh, I think the Naismith plus premium one wins most weeks. I don't know about the next four weeks, though. I'm comfortable with the next four weeks. Yeah. I think it might be a bit overstated. I mean, you've you got to factor this in, Corey, yeah? What's, what's Max Gorn, you know, sort of very good at, yeah? Intercept marking, behind the ball, um, red time, that kind of stuff, right? Rock work, tap, tap, probably the best tap Correct. in the league. But are we not getting... Uh, absolute gun. Are we ball. not Are we not getting a lot less ball-ups around the ground, yeah, given that we're playing 20 minutes... Off the ground. Yeah. Yeah, look, I just think we're playing 20 minutes of less football. And what's Nate um, good at? Hitting the ball out of the air. He's not good at anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corey, he's not good at much else, but he's still, he's still popped to 120. Yeah, but that's just what, think... this, this is my argument, is that are we putting too much... Like, are you putting too much in the fact that there's the points there for Nate? Mate, Nate Smith could go 67-67 the next two weeks. He like, could, and then it could absolutely blow in your face, but... Yeah, and, and then not to mention, you know, like, injury concern. Like, Nate Smith's barely fucking played football. I'll, I'll give you a few stats. I know you, you're telling and you're going to want to, you know, oh, you know, Carlton, they got fucking no one, Essendon, fucking no one, Geelong, fucking no one, Sydney, That's funny, because no Carlton one. have no one, and Essendon are even fucking worse. That's, 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 what, that's what that's what you're going to tell me. Of course. But, out of the next four opponents, Gorn only averages 100 against oh, one of them over his career. Do not go for the past. 
I'm just, Corey, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. He only averages 100 against one of those teams. So you can cream yourself all you want, but I'll tell you now, I'm taking the 350K and I'm pocketing. Is it 350? It might even be more than that. Hey, no, it might me, be 450. Over, under, I'm we'll taking go, we'll that 450 over under average for the next three. Give me, give me 133. I'll give you one. I'll give me 133. You reckon he's going above? Oh, I think so he's going above one. The line's 132.9. Done. That's the line. What have we got? Four weeks? Is it four weeks? What's his next four? Uh, he's got Carlton, Essendon, Geelong, Sydney. Uh, give me the next three. Oh, well, you're scared of Naismith. Well, but I'm giving you a big... <laughs> I'm giving you a, I'm giving you a 132 and a half. He's never even averaged that. <laughs> he averaged that almost over a season last didn't. year. didn't. Or the year before. But he did. Um, all right, you want 130... Whatever yeah. weeks you want. You want 132.9 over the next three weeks. That's what you're telling me Gorn's doing. Um, that's fine. Uh, the winner shouts the next round of golf. Uh, a loser shouts the next round of golf. Well, what about a set of golf balls? Or a set of golf balls, that'll do. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Up to the value yeah. of what? 30 bucks? Uh, we'll go to 40. That's right. I'm happy to gamble. 50 if you want. Whatever you want. Yeah, look, I'm not, not too sure if I'm that comfortable with 132 line. To be <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon if I called up sports bet, they'd give me fucking at least better odds than that. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll round it down to a nice number. We'll bring it down to 129.9. All right, done. All right, we'll, we'll sort of read it. Yeah, something like that. We'll work it out behind the scenes. But uh, over the next three weeks, we'll see how we go. But look, he, he might be able to average 130 over the next three weeks. But, you know, I, I don't think it's going to kill you because the, this is the way I look at it. Yeah, if, if Gorn can go, say he goes that 130 over the next three weeks, Nace, I think he's able to pop, you know, as, as a sole ruckman, genuinely, he should be able to kind of get around that triple figure mark and and you'd want at least 100 and you'd be quite happy with 110 i just think with that 450k that 20 points in average or 30 points in average that 450k putting that onto a tony bedford or toby bedford whatever his name is and turning him into an isaac heaney yeah you know what i mean like i just think the point difference between the rookie and the other premium you bring in is a lot more than the points you're going to lose from Gorn to Nace. What if you're rookie Sturt? Well, well, what do you mean if you're rookie Sturt? Well, Sturt's not playing. But he scored 100. That was your argument about Naismith. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you'd be you'd be wrapped with that, wouldn't you? You'd have Sturt and Gorn as opposed to Naismith and Heaney. But I think Naismith and Heaney probably still out, they, would have outdone them. Round one. Yeah, because yeah, Heaney's got a long 50. Did they play round one? Uh, Sydney, who did they play? They absolutely smashed someone, didn't they? Uh, no, nah, Adelaide. Was it not a close game? Was it Adelaide? Yeah, it was Adelaide. I don't think it was close, was it? Oh, it was probably about three goals. 47 goals or something? No, nah, it was about three goals for most of the game, I reckon. I don't know what Heaney's stats were in that game, actually. I, I do know that he picked the first, Corey, because I did send that as a tip to the Patreons. And not to mention they got bloody um, Essendon, too. So Heaney's probably going to pop off for another 7,000. Oh, actually, yeah, nah, get Naismith. They got Essendon. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's changed again. <laughs> so um yeah, look, he had uh he only kicked four goals. He had sixteen touches and four goals. Yeah, they were they were already really seen it, they were huge point boosters. What, yeah, some these of those goals, goals were like the goals huge. are fucked because usually you'd get 12, 13 yeah. points a goal. Devin was a problem. 20, you're getting like 20 plus at the moment on goals. And-, and, and that's why I'm telling you, these high half forwards, these guys that hit the scoreboard but still getting your touches, 15 to 20 touches and two goals a game will almost average 120 this year, honestly. It's ridiculous. Dustin Martin. 
Yeah, Dusty. But but all these players, you know, the you know we we might have had a sook in the preseason. Yeah, what forwards we want? Who are the top six? We do top six now. I tell you now, it's changed because all of a sudden your wing guards, um, you know, your Heenies. I think these players they rank a lot more. Well, they rank a lot higher than what we would have had them in the preseason. Yeah. Martin is probably the number one forward. Yeah. Well, I had Martin as my number one forward. You anyway, did. So yeah. That is true. Just a jet. Um, it's going to make you look intelligent when really it's the rule changes that may have helped you. <laughs> but even these goal kicking midfielders, I mean, they're they're going to be really important. Yeah, you know, manager field can get on the board. Yeah. Become an absolute monster. And, you know, the reason why. <laughs> Like I want to say, three weeks ago, I was having a look at him, and you know that changed about two days after. Um, he he's got a hundred and eighties in him again. Yeah, you know, like he, man, I reckon easy. Yeah, he may not have many left. He may have one for the year, and he might be lucky with that. But uh, he's got the potential to do it. I, I think this is dangerous last run in our teams, to be honest. And I'm happy to let him uh, let him do that yeah, until he becomes a forward. Yeah, until he be, oh, well, I meant as a pure midfielder. Yeah, that's what, what I was getting at there. Fuck, this has gone really off topic, hasn't it? That's okay. It's, it's all been valid discussion. Yeah, yeah good. Um, you still happy with the five midfielders? Is that your ideal setup? Yeah, I don't think I'm moving five midfielders and away. I mean, I'll pick it. And, and I'm, I'm going to back... Uh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd be playing Mac, McInerney or whatever his really? name is over Tyler Brown. Yep. Why, because of round one? Yep. Nothing Fuck, that. no way. TB, TB man. Okay, you Twelve's go to the I'll go, I'll go make an No Trelaw. See how it goes. But um, There's no way I would I'd even think that's a comparison. Well, do we have a loophole? Because I reckon Robertson might be uh, dropped when the Brisbane... Oh, mate, we'll have a loophole on every single line, I reckon. I reckon we'll be able to E-Brown, and uh, yeah. I'm playing Buderick in my midfield at the moment as well, just with the way I've done my trades. And, uh, yeah, Buderick's probably going to get dropped too. So, oh, look, I'll be able to loophole, I would have thought, Brown. So that's going to be okay for uh, for me. But I'll tell you now, five midfielders, it, it's a must. And, you know, five you know top dog midfielders, you know, we're talking 600-plus yeah. here. And the reason why is if I get rid of one of them, and I know we said, you know, if you use your trades every single week, yada, yada, yada. I said this last week, if I learned one thing from fantasy, uh, AFL fantasy, that is over the last couple of years with these, you know, two trades a week and all that sort of crap, you actually struggle to actually get a full team at some point. If you're continually bringing in mid prices and then trying to put money on top of them to upgrade them. So what would happen is you'd have, you know, your five, say you went with the four big dogs and then one mid-priced uh, midfielder at the moment, you'd be spending a couple of downgrades to get the money together to upgrade the mid-pricer to one of your top dogs at some point, whereas you could have been using those kind of double downgrades, maybe a triple downgrade instead of a double downgrade in order to get one of your rookies up to a... Um, midfield premium because don't forget these guys are 600 plus it's going to be hard to generate that sort of cash particularly with the rookies it looks like we've got as well so i'm very firm on you do not go underneath yeah. uh, five big dogs in the midfield just don't go chasing um it's the hardest would, line to buy into you would really want to hope that i mean not hope but at least i reckon we'll probably see at least one donut in each line oh, i don't think i'm getting one in defense Who i can you got see uh, so my on-field led Sicily, Houston, Doherty, Robert, and Noble. I don't need a no primos, but yeah. Sorry, mate. And then I got Brando, Zerk, Thatcher. I thought you said Brando wasn't playing. 
Also, no, no, no. Remember, I said to you, I said no nah, because I feel like I pronounced him. I'm going to back him in to uh, to get names. And uh, look, I'm not entirely confident on it, Corey, but I'm going to back it. All right, uh, I'm going to back it. Uh, I got fish, and I don't think he's playing at all. Um, well, he's stiff because uh, who's the the hype talk? Duday, Dodi, whatever. Yeah, he's, yeah. He should be back now, I reckon. Yeah, I think. He and is. Uh, you know, it, it could be a like for like. The only thing is that maybe they think, you know, well, they're a fucking basket case as well. They've got players punching on at training, so they've absolutely lost the plot. Um, yeah. Th- that maybe just because he is their, you know, their, their high draft pick this year and they rate him pretty highly that maybe they'll just say, you know what, let's just fucking play him. Um, yeah. yeah, midfield? Um, yeah, not confident in Robertson and at the moment I've got Buderick sitting in there, so I'd imagine that'll be two. And I've still got Tom Green and Robertson because I haven't done anything there. Um, Cameron should play, which would be all right. Uh, I got Bailey Williams, so that's yeah. a donut. Uh, uh, and down forward, I think Ford, you know, Bedford, Sturt, Georgiati is obviously uh, big trouble. Yeah, you don't have Georgiati's yet, though, do you? I don't have Georgiati's. I've got Sturt and Bedford. But, uh, you know, some miracle Bedford gets named. I won't have to do a Ford line rookie trade, I guess. Fuck, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? I'd be happy with that because I'd I'd comfortably have Sturt on the bench. Uh, actually, I haven't looked up the fixture, but I'd imagine Fremantle may even have a late game. They seem to play late every single weekend. Ah, uh, no, Saturday. It's I think. A, yeah, it's a non-conventional fixture. They play the, uh, the Bris- they play Brisbane. They got the early game, yeah. so we've had Hawthorne, Geelong, Collingwood, and Richmond. Yes, yeah, so I look. You know, I can't even loophole them. That's unlucky. Um. Now, we're, we're potting before this goes live. Uh, I've got no idea what we're doing, Corey. We might be able to get one in Friday afternoon. Midday? What's Friday afternoon? We could probably get one in. Yeah, I mean, I'm working Maybe. from home, Corey, yeah. so it's uh, yeah. nice to get off my nose, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have a chat about that anyway. Because um, we definitely probably won't get in before that. We'll be on Patreon, though, so we'll be super active on there. Yeah. Um, and we said it's free at the moment, actually. So if you, if you want to get some last-minute advice before round two, just sign up at Patreon and jump in and have a chat, have a chat. there. It's, it's good. I think I'll probably, after this is done, actually, I'll probably just message the Patreon members now and see if someone wants to jump on for a chat. We normally get a couple of people uh, online late on a Monday night. And <laughs> have a bit of a talk. Really, on whatever night, really. Oh, it doesn't matter mate, what day of the week it is. That was last, I, don't, I think it was like two, three nights ago. Me and Millsy were on having a chat, and that was where the Joy Simpkin debate started from. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, Adam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I think. What you're I'll, saying is Patreon can make your team worse. That's yeah, what you're saying. Oh, definitely. But no, so, well, I suppose you better bring out a vice captain and captain then. Well, Corey, I mean, look, we've been blessed with uh, obviously Brody Grundy having the early game this week, and people are thinking, hmm, do I want to put Dustin Martin ahead of Brody Grundy? But Dusty against Collingwood, it's a no go zone. So, one ton out of his last three, and um, look, Grundy, what's the average? 130 over the past 24 months and 179 in round one. Uh, you know, obviously the bigger write-up will come for the Patreons, but uh, rest assured, community, Grody, uh, Brody, Grody, Brody Grundy is in at number one and uh, he's the obvious uh, VC option this weekend. Captain? Uh, oh, Captain, and, I'll, and you know what? You may give me a little bit of stick for this, uh, Corey, but I, I did t- try to tell you last week that I think Carlton are actually going to wipe the floor with Melbourne and it would not surprise me to see Cripps almost score 200. 
Interesting. Okay, so you like... I actually think Collingwood are um, unders as well at 2.35. That'll be a good game. Yeah, that'll be a great game. It's going to be a good game. Hard to tip. This, this weekend, I don't know if you've seen all the games, it's actually hard to tip this weekend. Yeah, especially because Gold Coast is going to smash West Coast. So. <laughs> um, yeah, Grundy, I think, is the obvious one for me. And I think if you've got Max Gorn, I think you'd be stupid to not go to Twin Towers again. They're, uh, they just absolutely kill it. Um, and probably yeah. Isaac Heaney, if you've got him against Essendon. Probably yeah, could, six and have 20. I mean, you can't put a C on Heaney, can you? Uh, you well, can't. you can. So, well, you can, but... I mean, you you just wouldn't have the stones to do it, would you? Yes. Do you still think Brett is going to run to Goey? I'll tell you now. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Brett Corey, but if he doesn't use one of these five fucking trades to bring Sam Doherty into his team, he's got to get sacked. Relegated at the end of the year, you reckon? Just quietly, because you know he's not going to listen to this. Well, we know he's not. I, I think he's in danger. I think he has shown a lack of care to the extent... Where he is in signi- he could be in significant trouble. There's pr- honestly, and, and no disrespect to the you know the following person, but there's there's probably only one person that you know could be you know Brett's kind of saviour, and it might be his good mate Shane. Shane's already in DV two. Did Shane already relegated? Yeah, he went down. Well, Brett's fucked then, Corey. That's that's, <laughs> that's fucking relegation sort of then, isn't it? My God, oh, yeah. let's leave it at that. <laughs> So, Actually, we got a texting because we got to confirm some of the bets we've had in the preseason. Because you and uh, you and Brett had a Houston v Laird average with a minimum ten games played. Yeah, uh, Slab of Cruises. You had Houston. Yeah. Uh, Brett had Laird. I'll tell you now. We, we've had the um, you know the Dev Smith v Petrarca with the insiders with the minimum sixteen games played. So we'll, we'll, that one will probably just fall on its head. And we've had the Dekoe versus Doherty on total points, minimum fifteen games played. So with only seventeen games in the season, a lot of these are just getting real close. And obviously, me and you have got a uh, Mitch Duncan uh, under and over one hundred and two point nine nine. You know, I didn't well. know what he scored round one. What did he score? 120. Did he really? Yeah, I had no idea. Ah, for fuck's sake, Corey. I'll tell you now, and, and you know what? I think players are going to average, and I know it sounds a bit stupid because it's not physically possible with the way Supercoach scoring works because there's 30, 300 points in a game. But I feel like every player's average is going to increase this year. Uh, yeah, I can kind of... Maybe not every player, but... I know what you mean, but... Mo- but like, it's actually impossible. Relevant. Yeah, players, which will make it'll make next preseason a little bit weird. It will because you feel like you know some players are going to be overpriced, and these high half forwards that we're going to load up with this year, people they'll get sucked into it again next year. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, no, I don't think you're wrong there. Uh, mm. What else do we normally do when there's like like games on? Do we normally do shit? Nah, we don't do through. We don't, we don't do fuck all down here at the elites, man. I mean, we we really we scramble together um, on a Monday. At, yeah, nearly 11 o'clock, and we fucking talk shit for about an hour. Isn't that the way it works, Corey? In the office? In the isn't, office? Isn't, well, we are working from home. Actually, we're the pioneers of working from home, really. We've been doing this for years now. <laughs> I mean, the world's only just started to catch up with us. I know. They reckon they're alcoholics, mate. Please, we got a couple of years. <laughs> well, uh, they may have me covered, but they're, they're, they're getting nowhere near fucking you. I can guarantee you that. Bring it on, boys. Oh, um, yeah, done. No, nothing else to add. Are you yeah. worried about Houston? Oh, fuck yeah. And you're worried about Sicily as well. I'm not as I hate them both. 
I don't know why I started Sicily. I think it's because I speak to you. And yeah. I, oh, I, no, I don't worry about Sicily. He's that happened. And you know what? <laughs> because I speak to fucking you, it's probably Houston as well. Look at you know the two things I don't really like on my team. Well, there's three things, really. One's Bontempelli. I can only blame myself for that because I fucking can't stand You'd him. You'd probably blame Brett. And, and then, well, I can probably blame Brett because he announced him as fucking like being number one this year, didn't he? Yeah. And, uh, and Sicily and Houston are the other two things, and I'm just thinking... Oh, you know, you listen to me on Segler. I should have just, yeah. Well, you know what? If you if you back all your tips, you're bound to hit a winner. Yeah, I only it. backed a few of them, and I'm back two losers. It seems like, but ah, well, well. So, the only good thing about defenders is I don't think that's going to be a a line where we're going to get a lot of maybe a hundred uh, point averaging defenders. It's so funny, uh, it's funny that no one's talking about Jake Lloyd at the moment either. Is he just? What, I'll tell you now. Now, seriously, now. People know how much I love Jake Lloyd, right? Because I told people to pick him at 479k two years ago. Yeah, he came out average 112, right? He is next to, honestly, not maybe top 12 this year if he's lucky. You know why? Why? The bloke fucking loves junk time and they've cut the quarters. He's fucked, Corey. Honestly, the amount of time, how many times did I tell you last year? He goes 50 points in the first three quarters, and then he comes out, he has 50 points in a fucking rubbish last quarter, has 12 touches, might kick a goal, only gets 50 points for it. Happens all the time. He's fucked. Do you reckon maybe he can just adjust his junk time? Nah, no, no, no. No, no, no. There's Honestly, there's no such thing. Uh, I know that people, yeah, still junk time, yeah, there's still time on, all that sort of shit. I reckon it's. I reckon it's different. I reckon he's done, and I wouldn't. He, honestly, if I had him, if I started the year with him, which I wouldn't have been. Well, I didn't because I wasn't stupid enough to do that, Corey. I would be sideways in him or removing him for someone else right now. I I do not trust him one iota. I'd I'd prefer to go through and say kind words about Brett than I would to have that fucking guy on my team. Well, I can't and, wait for this to be like three weeks in and he's a number one scoring defender. And and then I might have to eat my own words, Corey. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm happy to go out all out in the limb. I'm, I'm happy to go out in the limb on that one. I, I don't trust it at all and I, and I would hate it if I had him in my team right now. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right, beautiful. I reckon we'll wrap it up there. Uh, all right, Elitis, good luck for the start of round two. We probably won't be back. Uh, anyone in the Patreon, you will see us very, very active over the next couple of days. Um, we'll be on chat. We'll be talking... Um, yeah, everyone will be there. Hopefully, we can get rid of Dizza, but I doubt that'll happen. Um, and behalf of Bomps, myself, not Brett, and the Patreons at SC Elites, patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. Peace out, community, and thanks for listening.